This is the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy. The Aussie Deluxe Angus is back at Macca's. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yum, yum, yum. It's Dan and Christy for breakfast on hit. Great song, cruises. Great cruises uh, song. <laughs> a new survey has revealed that Aussies love a good cruise. And one in four are planning a cruise holiday in 2024. And that's great news for the tourism industry after the lean couple of years. Uh, cruises are starting to take off again. And people care about them more than ever, they're saying. I so know. I'm seeing this. Apparently the most popular cruise destinations for 2024 is North Queensland, mm-hmm. followed by Tasmania and Sydney. Oh, so, there you go. I don't know about you, Dan. I haven't done the cruise thing. I haven't gone on one, right? Mama Debbie's mm. on a cruise right now. I don't know where she is, but she's... Do you know where she's going? I think she's gone to the Pacific Islands, I think. I don't yeah. know. All I know is that she's not outside in our caravan like she normally is. I love her and I miss her, but it's nice to have some space. Mm. Mama Deb um, lives with my husband and I and our kids. It's, you know, it's a sweet thing, but she's having a bit of a break, which means it's a break for us. But now, mm. ever since she's been on said cruise... She keeps texting me saying that we have to do a family cruise all together. And I don't have the heart to just kind of say, oh, mum, if I'm going to finally do the cruise, I might just do it with my kind of immediate you don't want to go with Deb? No. Well, mum, the thing is this. Hubby Justin gets seasick. He can't... Hubby Justin gets seasick with everything. He gets car sick just being a passenger in a car. He Imagine has to take a Fenurga to go on a plane. I can't think of anything worse than having a cruise with my husband. Yeah, it'd be like a Petri dish too because you get all kinds of diseases on these boats also. <laughs> but, um, but having said that, I know that they are great, like a lot of families. And even oh, yeah. The millennials and Gen Z are really into it. 35% of Aussies under 35 are now starting to do the whole cruise thing this year, which is good. And, and there's some good cruises out there because apparently there's restaurants, there's yogas, there's tattoo parlours, there's wife. Uh, something for everyone. I would like to go on one where I can just leave the kids uh, and I can just go have some cocktails by a poolside. But you know, that would be me. And you know what? Um, I actually do genuinely understand that as a parent. It, make, mm. it doesn't make you. It doesn't make us bad parents to want to have a holiday on the holiday because, as far as I'm concerned, a holiday with kids is just parenting in different locations. Sometimes mm. it's easier at home. But if you can get something like the cruise where they have kids club and they do have everything close by, it almost makes sense to have a holiday mm. on a cruise ship because that way you're not loading the kids in the car. You're not going to different hotels and flights and stuff like that. So it's a nice way to travel, I guess. Yeah, well, this is... uh, I've just been looking at some of them because they call them Quantum of the Seas, Anthem of the Seas... Princess Sapphire, Jewel of the Sea. Why don't they call it like Bodie McBoatface or like Ship to Shore <laughs> Season 2? But they've got luxurious accommodation. Like, it looks amazing. They've got water parks on the top, entertainment, like comedians go on some of these cruises too. There you go. That's yeah. a gig you could do. You, as a stand-up comedian, could mm-hmm. kind of take your own one-man show on the road with the cruise. Yeah, so 131060, <laughs> if anyone from P&O uh, are listening, give me a call. Uh, imagine me stuck with people on a boat. I think people would jump off. <laughs> Take your taste buds to the tropics with Macca's. New pineapple fritters or new pineapple sundae. But hurry, they're only available for a limited time. We're a pack of flaming galahs when it comes to being foul-mouthed, us Australians. Thanks, Alf Stewart. This mm-hmm. is actually pretty impressive, I've got to say. Uh, cities around Australia or towns that swear the most mm-hmm. and swear the least. It's quite a surprising list, isn't it, Dan? That's right. Uh, we've got some ocker swear words. Do you swear much? Uh, you and I do a little bit, don't we? Oh, f*** yeah. I swear all the time. <laughs> oh, Let's geez. be honest. <laughs> Thank God I had the swearometer on. Uh, well, go and get f- we're foul mouth. Uh, but apparently what takes the title, uh, there's 1,500 residents that were surveyed and amongst 22's most populated areas found that Bendigo in central Victoria is the country's top cussing hub. What a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> 
Actually, yes, 21 swears per day happens in Bendigo. I also say on this list about 15 swear words per day from the you know average person in Albury, Wodonga. Mm-hmm. Ballarat's on the list at number 15, but... Hobart, Dan, is the least swearing per day. What a bunch of... (laughs) 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 Well, I like words that sound rude that aren't rude. Like, I can say on air, for example, flange, kumquat, dongle, fanny blower. Oh, my God. Can you say that? Coccyx. It's quite funny in America how, um, you know, like a fanny pack means... Mm. You know, and you, it's funny when you kind of think about how different words mean different things in different places. Does that's that make right. sense? Like know? the nanny being out on her fanny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's on her bottom. Is that right? Yeah, that's what they that say. Fanny. That's yeah. what they say. But you know what? The Aussie thing to do is, of course, we, we cast a bit. That's just kind of what I think the done thing is. It's like when you're looking to try and find a word, mm-hmm. you know, like Bendigo, beautiful. I love that they top the list. Good on them. Albury, Wodonga. Like, be proud of the list be that we make, back, you, know? you know. Hobart, well done for not swearing that much. Like, it's a nice thing to see. As long as you're not swearing at people. No, that's right. And totally fine if you're just kind of using words in jest throughout your day, you know. My concern is when you accidentally swear in front of the kids. I try and not do that. What about you? Oh, I just let the kids know um, (laughs) (laughs) what's going on. They've learned some words very quickly. I even remember when Isabel was really small, I was playing skill tester. Your daughter, yeah. And uh, the first thing, like the skill tester, obviously the claw came down and went all across the toy that she wanted and then lifted up and, of course, dropped it. And she immediately, as a probably about six-month-old kid, just looked at me and went, <laughs> Get up with Dan and Christy. Smoke bombing at parties on 131060 is what we want to ask. I'm going to play Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple uh, because smoke bombing is my kind of thing. I went to a 50th. Happy birthday to Steve Deneen. Absolute legend. We're upstairs at a party. It's one of those parties that are too loud that you can't actually hear what anyone is saying. Ironic that you're younger than yeah. 50 and you're like, this party's Only too just. loud. Yeah, this party's too loud. I'm getting out of here. Uh, but wonderful dude. Um, he made the best speech ever. Funniest guy in the world. Aww. And his lovely partner, Katinka. Big shout out to them. They're two of the best people I know. So we're at the 50th party. All this fun is happening. And I kind of ghost out of there. Because <laughs> like, I knew that I had to get home to the kids. It was like 9.30. And we're like, oh, babysitting duty has got to go. So instead of saying goodbye to everyone and taking up more time, clocking in some unwanted hours, I just politely and respectfully disappeared like a ghost. Smoke bomb. Bang. He's out of there like Batman. Do you do the same? That is totally forgivable. And Mm. I'll tell you why. When it comes to hour by hour by hour with the babysitter, if you clock one minute over that time, like mm-hmm. if you're 9.35 arrival or 10.35 arrival, you've got to pay that extra 40 bucks. <laughs> like when you're literally <laughs> yeah, on the clock. Because yeah. you can't rock up 15 minutes late if someone's been babysitting your kids and go, oh, hey, are you cool mm. with just, you know, having the world's hardest job of looking after my kids for, you know, an extra 45 bucks off? You can't do that. <laughs> no, that's right. And so, Except it's my mother-in-law, so I'm like, oh, you, so I'm, free. you are doing oh, well, this Oh, yeah, you could have said goodbye. Yeah, almost... don't guilt trip me or anything. <laughs> Smoke bomb is that thing, and I do understand it now that I get older. Maybe in my 20s, I would always, because I was always the last person to leave in my 20s, right? Yeah. But now in my 30s, I generally am one of the first. And yes, it's because I've got two kids and I don't have the energy to be sick or hung you over the next day. You don't have much energy at night at all. No, of course you? not. No. And we do breakfast hours. So we get <laughs> yeah. up at 4 a.m. But, um, 
I, I still would, go out till 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I can't function without sleep, right? Mm. And if you go around and you start to do the goodbyes to everybody, it mm-hmm. seriously takes up more time, and then you feel bad that you're leaving, and people don't want you to leave. Like, mm-hmm. I was raised that it was quite rude to, to not say goodbye at a function and stuff like that, but I think as we've just kind of evolved and there's heaps of people there, like, people understand. Everyone's busy, you know? Everyone's gone. Most important thing is that you say hi when you arrive. If you go to someone's party, you give them, spend a couple of minutes with them. They're busy. They're socialising. Mm. You just, you know, it doesn't matter. They will live without you, trust me. Like, the party will go on when you leave. But then there's also times, like at my wedding, I had mates that left at 7 o'clock at night. Ooh. And that was unforgivable. I'm like, you, I've invited you. I've paid you to be yeah, here. Yeah, you paid for their fish I paid or their, their salmon. Or their free course <laughs> beverage package. I'm like, and wedding you're sounds leaving great. at 7 o'clock? What? They Not leave even partying till midnight. I don't know. He just goes, oh, I'm going to leave. And two of them left. Oh, my gosh. Like, I could have invited someone I actually wanted to be here. Were they, like, secretly in love with your wife, Jane, and <laughs> they couldn't handle been. to watch you I get married to her? I think yeah, yeah, there was that. Um, but that's the thing. Like, uh, what is the excuse? How do you go from a party? There's no shame of, of doing it. But, like, what do you usually say to people? Do you just go to the bathroom and never come back? That's a good one. <laughs> you just... It, that's a good one. Or you can... I mean, you've always got your partner to blame. Oh, mm. so and so's a bit tired. Oh, sorry about, you know, hubby Justin. You've used that a lot at parties with her. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, of and course. just not get caught doing it. You just slip out the back of the crowd. Yeah, that's mm. that's what you can do. There is an mm. art to smoke bombing, mm. and I'd be curious on thirteen ten sixty about what other people's out there is. Um, look, text the person the next day as well. So sorry I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. Oh, yes. Hope you had a great night. What a fun party! Thanks so much for the invite, etc., etc., etc. You know, they I'll probably won't even read it because they'll be hungover. <laughs> but you get the idea. But mm. the older I get, I'm a I'm a smoke bomb. Everyone, no one does anyone really care if I go up to them and say, you know, see you later, good night. It's like they're not going to care. And then you have to interrupt people's conversations to say goodbye to them. And then they start guilt tripping you sometimes. Your friends go, no, you've got to stay. They don't want oh, you to what leave. What are you doing? I've got Dallow, my best mate, that always does it. Like, it'll be 3 a.m. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to wrap this one up. And he's like, you're not going, are you? Oh, my God. I'm like, well, Dallow, all right. And what me and my mates used to do, and I wouldn't recommend doing this, but every time we needed to leave a party or a nightclub or something, we would just drop our pants to our underpants and just wait for security to <laughs> escort us out. So we were those drunken, annoying people. But sometimes you wouldn't actually get kicked out for hours. You'd, You'd be wait trying. and you're like, well, we're trying to get kicked out. It's getting a bit cold but we're here. we're just here on the dance floor in our underpants <laughs> and everyone's just really enjoying it. So this is what we're asking. 131060, smoke bong me at parties and how do you do it? So Zoe from Shepherd, and how do you smoke bong from parties? Oh, I am a seasoned smoke bomber. I have a two-hour <laughs> I have a two-hour social battery, so I have yep. to, I have to have this down to a fine art. Mm-hmm. And That's how do you good. excuse yourself gracefully? How do you do it? <laughs> well, I just kind of make my way towards the exit, like back, you know, sort of take a step back. Each person I talk to, mm. and when I'm almost at the exit, I use the drunkest person as a shield or a buffer, <laughs> and they do something ridiculous. <laughs> And then I'm able to leave while everyone's laughing. <laughs> so you That's slip brilliant. out the back of the drunk. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what an art. That is really cool. And Zoe, I loved how you said you have a two-hour social window. So it's like you go to the party, you waltz around for two hours, you give it it all so everyone remembers your presence but doesn't really remember when you left. Exactly. I think it's the only way to do it, especially at work functions where you kind of mm. want to show your face so you're kind of sociable and bubbly, but then you kind of just slip out the back door and... <laughs> 
like a thief in the night. Yeah. <laughs> Arrive, raise hell, leave. They're the three rules. Let's get loud right now because research has been conducted uh, by Spotify. 70% of Australians surveyed would support a ban on loud or offensive music being played at their local beach. All right. I know we can't see, but everybody in this studio, put your head up if you agree to this ban. Yeah. I agree to it. So do I. I don't like loud music, especially by neighbours. You know loud what? music and Pac-Man video games. They're my two. I thought you loved Pac-Man. No, I do love Pac-Man. <laughs> I'll play it. But kids these days, you know. They <laughs> you do would be play loud music. Look, the thing is this, right? Um, it's nice to go to the beach or go to the river or go and have a swim. And I don't even mind a bit of music coming from people's speakers. You know, you look to the left and people have got a speaker or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's when they're blasting music, that's probably not really appropriate yeah. for everyone there. And they're making you kind of live in the world that they're living in. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. if you're playing your music quietly, to the left or the right. Cool, good for you. Like, have a great time. But it's when you're forcing other people to listen to your crap stuff, yeah. it becomes such a pain in the mm-hmm. butt. In you know what I mean? Exactly. Well, this is what they say. Uh, Aussies believe it's rude to blast music too loud. And it depends on your taste, too. It's quite subjective because I'd be playing summer hits like Thirsty Mercs in the Summertime, for example. <laughs> this is a, a good song, right? Bondi Rescue. Yeah. yeah. That's a good summer song. I think like, as oh, well. I'm feeling all right. Yeah. What gets annoying is when they're blasting stuff that doesn't sound good. It's mm. not good. It's not good quality. It's not like... Your listeners aren't getting into it. Take mm-hmm. it seriously. If you want to play DJ to everybody, be good at it. Don't be some 15-year-old that doesn't really know about music. That's true. Or hasn't looked into learning like anything about it, it I this. swear. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favourite summer song? Uh, maybe, I don't know, like the Macarena or something. Oh, really? See, like, if you were playing that loud, I would then throw you... Then everyone I would bury would you in the beach. Doing the Macarena. <laughs> no, they would not. I hate this song. Did uh, you never like this? Re- no! I, I hate anyone that like gets together and all dances in the one thing. I've got Hang a real a hatred second. for it. I thought you liked like Nutbush City. I hate the Nutbush. Is... Like cannot stand it. If it, if you're at a wedding and the Nutbush is on, I'll walk outside. Well, okay. What a about smoke this? break? Because this is the greatest mm. moment that ever happens at a wedding. You're on mm. the you're on the wedding dance floor. Mm. Everyone comes together and <laughs> everyone okay. dances uh, this together. This is after the wedding. <laughs> yeah, but, but continue. And then, and, <laughs> and then, then the Marco comes on. And then Cotton Eye Joe comes on. Oh, see, what I'd are you like doing that. then? Oh well, I'd, I'd hit the dance floor uh, if that happened or, or if this one came on Summer of 69 that's the best summer song of all time that's after the wedding as well yeah that's after the dance <laughs> the Aussie Angus Deluxe is back at Macca's we're asking you on 131060 does the punishment fit the crime when did your plan backfire because uh, you've got a bit of a story yeah so talking about kids on the show on 131060 I'm a mum of two boys Hendrix and Harley eight and nine both beautiful boys but oh my gosh my youngest son Harley he can throw attitude sometimes look I've been told he's a mini me and he gets it from me and blah 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 mm. mama Deb loves this because she thinks it's my karma that my child is it's your, yeah yeah she's like well welcome to my world it's inherited yeah exactly so look it's summer it's school holidays and um and I've been taking the boys for for swims at the local pool and mm. you know th- th- tie them out do what you can when you can and I said to Harley yesterday look should we go up we'll have a nice swim and he's starting to become quite accustomed to it and I'm thinking to myself dude it costs like fifteen bucks each time we go for a swim. Yeah, it's expensive. Thank and you, you very much. And you got to get the donuts afterwards. Yeah, that's and a he's, prerequisite. He's asking me for the hot chips and a fizzy mm. drink. I'm like, no, you're not having this stuff. It's a treat. You have that on occasion, anyway. And so then the pool that we paid for just became not good enough. So I said, well, you know what? Then 
I'm going to teach you that you are very privileged and you should be, you know, thankful for this. So we're not going. We're not going to the pool. You can go and do what we all did growing up, what every other kid's doing, and you can swim in the river for free. And That's so, right, yeah. And then I'm the world's worst mother, blah, blah, blah. Like, I haven't heard that. Anyway, took him down to the river, and he had the best time he's ever had. Mm. I became the world's worst mother. He, mm. he actually loved the punishment that I gave him. <laughs> he was like, why haven't we done this before? I never want to leave. He's posting for pictures that I'm taking. He's having, like, the world's greatest time. I'm thinking he of said myself, it was the best day of his life. Yeah, I'm thinking, well, this backfired, didn't it? Mm. I didn't teach him anything. <laughs> no, he uh, had his time out and just had the best time of all time. <laughs> uh, so backfired punishments is what we're asking on 131060. Uh, Kel from Shepparton, when did your plan misfire? Uh, my name's Kelvin. How are you going? Oh, good, good thanks, Kel. mate. So what happened? Uh, look, I've got, uh, I've got twin boys and a uh, young, about five or six years old, and uh, both misbehaving, so I put them in their, their bedroom and shut the door and a short time later I heard a cracking uh, of glass and they, one of them kicked the, the bottom pane of the window and smashed it and they tried to take the glass out of uh, the window and one of them cut their, their finger so badly had to take them to the doctor. Oh, oh my God. So a little bit extra pain, no pain in the room from pain, no pain, no gain. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you ended up with a trip to the hospital. I know. So actually, in turn, you got punished. Yeah. So, um, so they're, they're actually both really good kids now. One's mm. uh, one's, a, one's learning to be a doctor, and the other one's uh, only kids. So. Oh, there you go. So it worked out well. So they could probably treat themselves these days for their (laughs) glass wounds. Jared from Shepparton, tell us your story. When did the uh, punishment backfire? Okay, so my brother was being a little naughty and he stabbed my dad's push bike tyre. But he blamed blamed me. (laughs) And, of course, the old man came out, went off his nut and said, well, you need to fix that because I've got to get to work. Mm-hmm. I'd actually fixed push bike tyres before, so I knew what I was doing, and I'd fixed it. <laughs> he came out, he was actually looking at it going, how is that still inflated and still staying up? And I'm like, oh, I fixed it. He's like, well, you need to show me how you did that. <laughs> so, I to, so I had to pull it apart and show him exactly how I fixed the tyre. And he's like, oh, so that's how it works. Now I can do it. <laughs> now I'll learn by doing <laughs> The punishment fit the crime then. <laughs> Even uh, though I didn't do it, I still <laughs> still fixed the problem. <laughs> that was the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy. Get new pineapple fritters and pineapple sundae at Macca's.